This is Camilla and Claire Investigate. This week on Camilla and Claire Investigate Podcasting, we talk to Tommy Trelawney, podcaster and YouTuber. Here's a little bit of what's coming up. I found that a podcast was a really exciting, like, creative challenge. Mm. Not just sustaining interest for 10 minutes, maybe eight episodes. I feel like by doing YouTube videos, by doing audio, I feel like I'm falling in love with this art form of how to tell a really good story. Pose interesting questions and deliver satisfying answers. So here we are, Claire and I have been investigating through many episodes already and we still haven't quite got to the bottom of the best recipe for how to build our podcast series. But I came across Tommy, who has a very interesting backstory actually. Oh, Uh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me a bit about how you, you know, how did it all evolve? Sure, yeah. You started off in YouTube, didn't you? Yeah. So at the moment, yeah, I'm a YouTuber and podcaster. It's a very 21st century job. And I started out... After uni, I wanted to go into documentary and non-fiction storytelling. So I made a YouTube channel to teach me just how to do it, how to edit video, how to record. I'm sort of not trained at all, but I trained myself. And now these videos I put on my YouTube channel, Hochelaga, were just a place just for me, not expecting anyone to watch it. And then suddenly, people did. <laughs> so I made a video about Bible-accurate angels. And, you know, I, I studied theology at university, so I was aware that actually angels in the Bible are not beautiful winged humanoids that you'd expect. Mm. They're wheels made out of eyes and sort of creatures called tetramorphs, which have multiple oh. heads and wings. People love that stuff, and oh, I yeah. do too. So I ended up making um, a channel sort of delving into those topics, mythology, stuff I'm really interested in. It was whilst I was doing that, I came across a story in which became my podcast, The Interruption. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tell, tell us a bit about that. Sure. So, yeah. yeah, in 1977, there was an interruption on British TV in the south of England. Mm. So what happened was, if you turned on the 5pm news, it would all start off as normal, you know, Ivor Mills doing his thing, and suddenly there was a crackle and a voice spoke through. And it's a really, really deep echoey voice. Oh. This is Vrilon, representative of the Ashtar Galactic Command. And it continues for six minutes. Really? It's bizarre. It's like a new age sermon about the end of the world. Yeah. Then it disappears. And nobody came forward. No one knows who did it. 45 years pass. And I just love this story. So I thought I'd look into it. Yes. You know, maybe pull some strings, have fun doing it at the same time. Yeah. I can't spoil too much, but what I will say is we get to the bottom of the mystery in a really fun way. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Mm. And so, yeah, that, that's kind of my, my journey at the moment. And yeah. here I am now. Here you are now. So you made a transition at some point from YouTube to pure audio. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, I think for me, the way I sort of see myself is really it all goes to writing. I love writing and educational stuff like that. So mm. really... You know, I, I do YouTube videos and I, I'd write them and I'd research them and then speak them. And I, I don't actually appear in my videos, it's my animation. Mm. And really, that's quite similar to a podcast. So I sort of, YouTube are sort of maybe more 10 minute videos. And I really wanted to have more time with a topic, really explore it. I really enjoy research. And so I found that a podcast was a really exciting, like, creative challenge. Mm. Not just sustaining interest for 10 minutes, maybe 
eight episodes, and nine episodes actually, because we did a little epilogue episode. And so I was quite excited by that challenge. And I, I think that's where I sort of transitioned into the audio stuff. YouTube, I'm, it's always going to be there. And I, I, it's always, for me, as it was in the start, it's my creative outlet where I can just sort of um, have a bit of fun for yeah. 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Sounds fantastic. So have you then, so it sounds like you've found, by doing some research and playing around and being self-taught you found a recipe on how to make some very successful youtube mm. videos because you have a huge following right? mm. yeah. yeah how many have you got Seven hundred sixty-one thousand subscribers for youtube and i think just the big thing i've learned already mm. and and i think it goes with podcasting or even just anything we all do mm. is um a couple of things the power of story i think that yes. storytelling is at the root of, I think, how people communicate. Mm. And so, like, I feel like by doing YouTube videos, by doing audio, I feel like I'm falling in love with this art form of how to tell a really good story. Mm. And I'm a, a work in progress. But that's mm. the big thing I've learned in this yeah, process, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's wonderful. So do you feel that you by now have a recipe for how you work to put together a podcast episode? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that in general, I think there are two aspects of it, of mm. anything, I, I reckon book, film, documentary, podcast, YouTube video, and it's pose interesting questions and deliver satisfying answers. Okay. If you can do those two things, it's hard. It's hard to find out what is an interesting question that people mm. want answered. And it's also hard how to execute that satisfying answer. Mm. You put those two together, and I think that going back to that Bible Accurate Angels video, yes. I think it was a, if I say so myself, an interesting question of what do angels actually look like? Yeah. And it's a question that nobody else was asking mm. but people were curious to know yeah. and then I think that I was able to give a satisfying answer where I explain the origins of why these angels look like this mm. and so that video is my probably my flagship video and it's got 14 million views that's amazing <laughs> yeah, it's crazy <laughs> and because I think I reckon it's because I think I posed an interesting question yeah. gave a satisfying answer in a sort of condensed nice way and I think mm. that is the same for podcasting mm. uh, books TV and that sort of stuff mm. yeah yeah that, I, I agree now with your podcasting do you film it as well uh, with this one lots of podcasts are filmed mm. and po video podcasts are really growing especially on YouTube mm. with the stuff that I do it's more scripted so yeah. I don't make up the content on the fly no. so you don't see their reactions and stuff mm. and I think if I did film it it would end up being a documentary film. Yeah. It's not recorded visuals, which is quite nice, actually, because with this story, it's quite intimate. That's a real advantage of podcasts as a medium. It's very intimate. You can sort of be with a topic for longer and you get yeah. to know the host and yeah. all the crazy characters you meet along the yeah. way. Not visual, but lots of podcasts are these days. Okay, okay. And, and what advice would you give to someone like me who is starting out creating their own podcast with Claire, of course, in tandem, mm. How do you suggest we kind of find our way? Yeah. Well, I think you're already doing the right thing of <laughs> just talking to loads of different people. Yeah. I mean, I've only got my little sliver of knowledge, but mm. I think my biggest advice and the thing that really helped me on my journey is just start. Because yeah. I really do think that starting um, and, and actually sustaining that is yes. really hard. Mm. And I think there are so many talented, creative people who have fantastic ideas, mm. but when faced with like the grind of you're making a video and it doesn't work and you have to do it again and again and again mm -hmm. if you stick with it and are committed to posing your interesting questions and deliver your satisfying answers mm. something will click yeah. but the hard thing is um maintaining that 
routine, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have any people that you feel support what you do? Anyone you can turn to and say, can you look at what I've done? Can you listen? Do you find this interesting enough? Or do you think I should ask questions differently? Yeah, so it has changed over the years. So at the moment, I work in a company called Stack and we make a huge bunch of podcasts. Mm. And what I really love about Stack and also this type of work is it's collaborative. So I work with uh, producer Nikki Anderson, we trade ideas, probably too many ideas bouncing off each other. And I really love that. I think yeah. in the creative process, you need other voices. With YouTube, it's a solo-led project. So mm. you really have to analyze what you're doing. And comments are great. I, I have such a nice comment section. But the only other thing that tells you how you're doing is data, which is a bit more cold, I think. It's mm. quite brutal. I'm sort of used to how it works, but I much prefer actually talking to a person and yes. getting ideas and sometimes generating things on the fly. So that's why podcasting for me is a new creative challenge because I'm still learning how to do yes. it all yes. <laughs> and improvising along the way. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Where, where, where can we listen to your podcast? Yes. So the podcast is called The Interruption and mm-hmm. you can listen to it wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple. Uh, it's made by Stack. Yeah. And you can see a trailer for it on my YouTube channel, Hochelaga, H-O-C-H-E, L-A-G-A. It's a strange name, but I love it. And um, yeah, and that's my YouTube channel. And that's where you can see the work I do. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Thank you very much for your time. No, thank you for having me. It's been great to be here. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the show. You too. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) This is Camilla and Claire Investigate. Coming up in the next show, we talk to Mike Russell from Music Radio Creative. You might have a specific skill you want to let people know about and help people to learn themselves. So you can do that and then you can start it as an experiment. You get maybe an hour on the line with people who would never give you their time if you just said, can I just have an hour long call with you? Like, do you want to come on my podcast? I think it's relevant. They'll pretty much say, yes, I know you. I've listened to your show. To make sure you get hold of the latest Camilla and Claire Investigate, subscribe on your favourite podcast app. Thanks.